more of the monocles right after this. Emmy salsa ahi? Ahi. Ahi. Uh-huh. 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 Wow. Oh. Awesome hot chip. <laughs> Get it at 443-742-2134. the monocles on soflowradio.net.com for something a little different. The Monocle started out as a written blog, created to chronicle and give purpose to a sudden abundance of time. With a laptop and a curious mind, a new task was assigned. It was a personal one, to find fulfillment, to be happy every day. The Monocles allows for an expansion of knowledge and healing through stories and laughter. In the Monocles, there's joy in examining and discovering. The Monocles will share the stories about the many people, places, and comminglings that have appeared along this path through a blog and an intention. Alchemy is real. Words, written or spoken, have power and heal. Smile! This is Miami. The opinions and views expressed on the Monocles are not necessarily those of the host, the SoFlow Radio Network, or its sponsors. In this medium, we can do what we want. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Monocles. I know it's been a minute, but, you know, we had about 20 years of freaking COVID, 100 years of, like, snowstorms and flooding, and don't even get me started on masks. I won't go there. What I do and where I will go today is all of the beautiful things that can come when we are placed in a place of discomfort, out of our comfort zone, God forbid dealing with health issues, God forbid mourning loved ones, but this is life and this is where we're at. And how do we make the best and the most of a really, really shitty situation? It's not easy. 
It's super, super difficult. And even the best of us are having a tough time. Even those of us with tools and knowledge and practice and the best of intentions are having a hard time. So I can't imagine how those that are out there without the tools, the ones that ain't woke, the ones that aren't trying, that don't know about intention or that awareness. And in the middle of this COVID, speaking to an old dear friend, I said to them, in times of uncertainty, in, in times of uncertainty, anything is possible. So if we can take that energy of that space and in this chaos, ground, touch with our heart, what we want, feel gratitude, and pass that along and find something to be happy about. They say even, and this is true because I had there was a time when I had to do it. If you put a hold a pencil in between your teeth for 15 minutes, you're definitely change your attitude. There's a happiness, the endorphins that get released. It's just a chemical reaction because you're faking it till you make it. You're faking a smile by holding a pencil in between our mouths. And there's just even general disappointments that happen. So Back a while ago, I met and came across someone where we both experienced a not so great situation, yogi related. And the beautiful thing that came of that was meeting this person. And this person is Patty Maribosa. I'm so excited to welcome her to the Monocles today. Welcome, Patty. I um, know that we met under kind of not great circumstances. And I remember the grace in which you handled that and brushed it off and moved on. And I'll take, I take note of that because that wasn't my reaction. Um, but I also had the opportunity to join you in an event, a journey dance event. And along the lines of finding things that make us happy, something as simple as dance is quite magical. And Patty, tell me how you came to that title and how Journey Dance and all the other things that you do um, come into play in these tools. All right. Uh, for some reason, my AirPods decided to stop working. Can you hear me now better? Yes, I can. Did you hear anything of what I said? I heard everything. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I heard it all. You just couldn't hear me, I guess. <laughs> it happens, you know, that's kind of like the blessing and the curse of technology. It makes things a lot easier. And sometimes we get these glitches and it's like, oh my goodness. But the best thing is there's always options. And so you asked me, well, how did I get into, you know, becoming a, stre a spiritual stress release expert? Well, I gotta say, it was not something I planned <laughs> at all. Um, I'm, 
I've been a social worker for over 20 years. Um, I actually got my license uh, in 2020, right before the world shut down, which honestly saved me because I had I shut down my in-person, um, you know, working with clients to uh, going completely virtual and online. And so, whoo, was there a mental health crisis? And I was so grateful to be able to help people during this time. Um, so how I came across being a stress release expert is actually just like a lot of people through personal journey. Uh, it started in 20, 2009 when my sister was diagnosed with cancer and she chose a spiritual way, a uh, more alternative way to help her understand why she had cancer. And throughout that journey, she learned about sound healing and eating raw food and energy healing and sound healing and just a lot of different um, craziness until, I mean, craziness for me because I had no idea of anything she was talking about i was like chakras what sound bowls what are you talking about i have no idea but i came to learn and eventually that world became part of my world and as i realized even in the mental health one of the components that was missing was spiritual and a lot of times when things happen in our lives we get so angry and mad. And so when you start taking in a, a spiritual component of it, you look more into what can I learn from this? How can this, how can I show up the best version of myself? How can, you know, if I'm having a bad day, which, hey, we all have bad days, no matter how many tools you have, you still have feelings. Um, but it's how long do you stay in those feelings? That makes a big difference. Totally. What do you think about that? <laughs> I think it's so hilarious because there is definitely a parallel in our lives with your explanation of how you came to it. Um, I had a friend who had breast cancer. I had been laid off from my job, long-term job. So I took the severance and took six months to kind of chill. And in those six months, I accompanied this um, this friend to all of the esoteric spiritual things, which I never knew about, like Reiki and Qigong and um, meditation, and then just an overall positive vocabulary and thought process, and saw this person heal so incredibly and looked like, you know, big rosy cheeks, right? Flat in the middle of chemotherapy. That was just unheard of. So I understand that on some level, her disadvantage was an opening and an opportunity to be exposed to things that are really important. And we all have this ability to self-heal. So here's the fast forward part of what brings us together and how important that your work, my work is at this time, that's such a time of need. Um, 
I think the mental health situation has been there. I think technology has also led to a lot of other things that we didn't know before, um, physical, mm-hmm. psychological. And I believe that the these pandemics and um, different ways of functioning and living just brought highlighted issues on another level across the board and it's important to share what we know and I love that you acknowledge the ability or the amount of stress like you're right to the point (laughs) of stress of releasing of making things happen I have to confess when I went to your journey dance I was not in the mood to dance I was very, very tired (laughs) and I pretty much have found that I've become a little bit too antisocial in all of this time. And it was one of the few gatherings that I had been to in a long time. Um, That's when I stepped in. When I stepped out and by the time I got home, not realizing I was on automatic pilot, but on a really, really happy, good energy, um, just overall. So I, I, I have to thank you for that, for that reminder of dance. And I've tried to, even if it's while I'm doing the dishes or just putzing around the house, grab a song, put a song and, and, and make that. Or even more so playing, I go to my son's basketball games and the playlist is amazing. And the showmanship of these games are just phenomenal. But lately they throw in a song that really brings me back to high school. Uh, play at your own risk. I'll attach that to this show. But like that just brought so many fantastic memories and the beauty that music has and I have in my notes, um, just my personal notes about you, things that I, notes that I take for every guest, um, manifesting and something that I wanted to discuss with you. Yeah. Shoot away. <laughs> <laughs> so I love, I love the story of, um, manifesting your husband (laughs) yes I'm still surprised (laughs) to be honest I was like when he came into my life I was like wait are you real (laughs) and I just like fortunately my self-sabotage did not work thank god (laughs) but something that Um, just even in this short little uh, few things that you've said about it you've there's an awareness that there was self-sabotaging happening before was that always in your relationship or just in general or what brought what did you do to bring this awareness to you and I know we talk about like you know law of attraction or whatever but it's more than that that was a superficial appetizer for the world to say hey you have power I know it's more than that well Really, what, what what's really funny is that last year in January, you know, when it's time to um, say what you want, what do you want in the new year, 
I honestly don't even remember saying this, but some of my friends do, because I guess I was saying it to a lot of people, but I was telling a few people, you know, I'm going to get married this year. Finally, for the first time, 43, I'm going to be married and I'm going to get married on the beach. And, and I actually wrote December in December, I think December 19th, Mm, what was it 2020 uh, because we met and married in 2021 um that and i just wrote the entire letter i i actually wrote him i i didn't know who he was at the time i just wrote and i even wrote it in english and spanish because i wanted him to be um a spanish speaker and i just wrote very detailed you know, I'm so happy and grateful that we met. You're you're amazing, and I wrote all of these qualities about him and how we were how we got married on the beach, surrounded by our loved ones, um, and what else? Uh, yeah, and it was in the fall, like super super detailed. And then what I did is I would read it, and then I would put it on my altar. I would give it Reiki. I, you know, I did like different rituals and just was like, yes, this is going to happen. Like I said, I just kept speaking it into existence. And then I was also taking action. I was going out on dates. I was on dating apps. I was doing things to say like, yes, this, I believe this is going to happen. But I let go of how, how he was going to show up, when he was going to show up. I just had faith. And sure enough, um, we met via dating app um, and we hit it off right away. He only, right at this point, he, he still only speaks Spanish. He's from Colombia. And it was just, I, I honestly can't say for me, it was love at first sight. <laughs> because at first I was like, I got a little annoyed with him. And, and this is a running joke now. The running joke is that when we had our first date, he gave me flowers and I think some chocolate. And I was like super nervous. I was like, this is going to, this is weird. I don't know. I mean, I was super nervous. And he gives me the flowers and then he leans in and gives me a kiss. And that I was like, you kissed me without permission. How dare you? So that I was just like pissed after that. I was like, that was not cool because I just found that so disrespectful. Um, and then after that, I, I calmed down. <laughs> and we just ended up talking for hours about all kinds of things. Like he's into spirituality as well. Um, actually, uh, yesterday, I just attuned him. We had a Reiki 2 class in Spanish and I got to attune him. So now he knows Reiki and is practicing and, and it's just, it's really, really beautiful. Uh, so that's how I manifested him and we got married. So we met in May and we got married uh, November 13th of last year. On the beach. <laughs> On the beach in Key Largo, <laughs> surrounded by family and friends and actually in person. And we also did it via Zoom. 
so we had it set up uh, hybrid because a, a lot of his family, most of his family is all in Colombia. So they couldn't come, of course. And it was just amazing. It was just super beautiful. I mean, everybody was like, the weather was perfect because we had it right before sunset. So when sunset hit, the the ceremony just ended. That's so we were fun. able to like all watch the sunset. It was like, people are like, how in the world? I was like, spirit, that's it. That's it. Well, <laughs> I only met him once at the journey dance. But mm-hmm. I, I can tell you that before I even met him or even met you in person, I knew he was a special person. He was someone really unique and special because Mm -hmm. he contacted me Mm. two weeks before yeah like two (laughs) weeks before that event that brought us together and asked for my help in his planning and shared with me what he was planning to do and which was to propose to you and that was like, wow, he's really going out of his way to make a surprise of a surprise and reaching out to strangers that are going to be there that he knows that would be there. And I think that's so fantastic. And I'm so excited and happy for you. And I love that, you know, it's, it's that love story of that manifesting that, those dreams do come true and you're a living walking example of that. Yeah, for sure. And you know, when I mentioned the self-sabotage, it was, it felt so good. Like that almost too good to be true that I was just waiting for something to happen because like, you know, I had, I'd actually been single for like seven years by this point. So I was really used to being by myself, but I was like, okay, I manifested him. Yeah. Right. Like it, there was still right. like that little doubt I in the back of you. my head and I kept testing him. <laughs> I, I can tell like, you what it's called. I can tell you what it's called. Not only is it the self-sabotage when we're aware, we notice, but even people who have not manifested and just like by coincidence meet someone or go on a date and you hit it off. It is called that little voice that says, okay, when is the other shoe gonna fall? Yep. And that, <laughs> that's what that's called. I'm waiting for, I love him. Or I like him. Hey, I met him. But man, I'm just waiting for that other shoe to fall. And I've heard that from so many of my girlfriends. That- yeah. I have to say what really convinced me, like he was the real deal, was um, we actually, we moved right in together. Honestly, I normally like don't recommend that to my clients. But again, Universe had different plans for us. And his mother and sister came to stay with us uh, for Colombia and talking to them and hearing from them how much he's changed. Cause when he was in Colombia, he was quite a different man. (laughs) We'll just put it that way. And then when he came to the United States, he made the conscious decision to change his entire personality, like the way he was, 
like being more he wanted to be more respectful and compassionate and kind not saying that he wasn't colombia but not to the extent that he is now and so he he went on a journey of self-discovery and understanding and his his mom and sister would tell me stories i was like really he did that oh my gosh so that's honestly because of them i knew that he was real because no you, you can't lie with a mom and, and a sister man <laughs> like, so they were they were telling it to the point <laughs> they so didn't hide how, any secrets so how many of your items of your list have you discovered that you manifested with this man in your in your focused attention of so if and if i just recap you did journaling you did prayer you did um putting on an altar you did mm -hmm. daily meditations mm -hmm. um positive thinking mm-hmm so that right there are five tools that you use. So how on point do your list come out to be? What's the stats look to be, on the list? <laughs> of to be honest, everything. Aww. Like I read him the list. He was like, oh my God, how? Because I didn't describe like his, his facial or body characteristic. I focused on his qualities, the type of man that he showed up, right? That we would be at one point running a business together, that we would be living abroad, that he would be helping me in my career, that he would be doing very similar work that I do, but also do things for himself. And, and that's exactly what's to the point, like where our vision is, like a five-year plan to create that retreat center in Colombia and, you know, bring healing to the communities and teach people Reiki and other techniques. Like he said before he met me, he always wanted to learn how can he help people heal with his hands, but he never knew about Reiki. He never knew that was even an idea until I actually gave him Reiki one time because he was in physical pain. I was like, Hey, I know a technique. Let me help you. And he's like, okay, whatever. And I gave it. He was like, Oh my gosh, my pain went away. What the heck did you do? I need to learn this. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's, that, that's Reiki. <laughs> that's my world. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's tool number six <laughs> that you practiced yep. Reiki. So I love it. I love this story. I'm, love that there is that hope of finding love of manifesting of using the tools that are there to create the world that we want mm -hmm. for sure I would say I mean all of those were tools things that I enjoy doing but I think what really helped me was the belief and the feeling like I would literally go about my day. Like when I was driving, I envisioned him in the car seat next to me having conversations. When I'd be in bed, the pillow and I would cuddle and we would just talk in bed. And so I was already imagining he was in my life. 
That's visualization step number seven. <laughs> Tool seven. <Yeah. laughs> Girl, I it like I said, it's been 43 years. So, you know, I needed to bring it all out. <laughs> but but good for you to do it in a way that you were open and in using the tools in the I don't want to say correct manner, but really gathering everything that you knew, the forces that you had and focused, you know, maybe your age or time was that circumstance for you to make you do it. But certainly everything was in worked in your favor. Yeah. I, and that, I totally oh, that's did. possible. So how do you, do you do, so of these seven tools, would you say that you use Reiki mostly um, as your spiritual stress stress relief expertise or how, how is it that you work and also how um, can people get in touch with you? Yeah. So Reiki is definitely a part of my daily life. I do, you know, when I first wake up in the morning, I give thanks and connect uh, to Reiki. I give myself Reiki throughout the day as I need it, which is why, like, when we when we had that situation, yeah, no, I totally had to, like, step away, do some self-Reiki and be like, what the, rah! You know, just, I you went, out. You went Reiki I, and I went Brooklyn, so it's okay. <laughs> And then I came back and I'm like, okay, let's, you know, <laughs> this is my point. Uh, so, so Reiki has saved my life most of the time. There's some days I'm like, I just want to be a little kid and be like, <laughs> which I do that with my husband sometimes. He's like, why don't you get calm? I'm like, I don't want to be calm. <laughs> it's like, alrighty there, Missy. Um, so Reiki is definitely a big part, meditation, you know, and these are just tools that I use with intention um, because there are there are a lot of things that, that come at us every single day. And if you don't have like a variety set of tools, then you're just going to keep reacting and keep being stressed and keep being overwhelmed. And that's no fun. And that's right. going to like totally cause a lot of issues. Well, I feel too (laughs) agreed. And I feel the beauty of tools because they're all simple and doable and, you know, no extra equipment needed necessarily, but having that um, choice, I think, I feel sometimes people will only do one thing and kind of get stuck on that. And then Mm, yeah, it's helping, but you need other things and other perspectives and other mechanisms and modalities to take you to that higher level. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, again, what's, what's most important is what are you doing? So like when anything comes at you in life, you have a choice. You can react with the same intensity that I came at you with. Or you can choose how you want to show up. And so that it's, it's a daily practice. Again, I can't say it's not about being perfect. It's just saying, okay, do I want to do I want to be Brooklyn today? Hell yeah. 
<laughs> that's going to get something out. Or do I want to be like show up with compassion? But at the end of the day, what I did is with that person who just didn't show up in a professional way, I no longer have anything to do with her. I'm like, you're lost. Not set mine. The boundary. I'm cool. Exactly. You set the boundary. Yep. And yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if anybody wants to like, have a conversation with me or just talk to me about like Reiki or like how to um, release stress, like in a simple way, because it, it really can be simple. We just, we love to complicate things. Um, you know, they can, you can find me at just through my website is usually easiest. And then you can find me on Instagram at stress less with Patty with one T. I know I love to shift things up a bit. Um, or my website is mariposas, plural, holistic.com. Terrific. Patty, thank you so much. I really appreciate the not so great thing that brought us together. And I've passed, I'm past it too. <laughs> and I've created boundaries too on so many levels. So I'm grateful for that. It gave me an opportunity to remind me of what it could be like and you were that reminder hmm. thank you well i can't wait till we go we plan um our aqua journey dance with yoga i'm down <laughs> once thank it warms you. up a little bit more <laughs> Agreed. thank you my friend namaste thank you We all know we're living during very emotionally charged times. It's up to us to regain our power, our self-control, to self-heal and soothe and prepare for the chaos, whether it's on the exterior or the interior. And these tools make us better prepared, not necessarily better people. When I say better people, I mean really better prepared people. Some simple, simple things that you already have done, do, have heard of, and maybe some things that you've never heard of, done, but could try. So, of course, prayer always works. Having that faith is such an incredible tool to use. We can move from healing the energy around us through sound, through mantra, voicing that energy. We can use our mind, visualizing, impacting the future, our bodies. Having that place of gratitude and coming from that place of gratitude. I love journaling. 
This is such a great exercise. Gardening. What a wonderful way to connect with the power that's within. And a lot of times just being reminded to let yourself be. Be nice to yourself, your friend's self. And vibe on that magic and see what happens. Hi, everyone. I wanted to share a simple breathing technique that I developed when my life turned upside down several years ago and I was suffering from extreme claustrophobia, panic attacks, and anxiety. My anxiety was so intense that on a doctor's scale, three-day difference, first day on the doctor's scale, I weighed X amount and three, literally three days later on the same doctor's scale, I had lost 12 pounds. And as much as I'm a fan of losing weight, and I can certainly use some weight loss in my life, um, panic and anxiety is not the way to go. This happened to me early in my yoga career, so I'm very, very grateful for the many teachers that I studied under, and my focus became yoga for trauma, where I learned a lot of different techniques that and tools that are available to us, um, medicine-free, doctor-free, something that we can draw on in those moments of panic and anxiety. I like things to be simple. I like things to happen quick. And this technique that I developed helped me. Um, I still use it. I found myself teaching my clients how to use it. And eventually I wrote a short um, ebook about it, explaining that technique. And I'm offering it to you now, letting you know now about my ebook, which is available on Amazon. It's available for Kindle and it's called Reset the Breath. We are living like machines, but even a computer that's a machine has a reset button. So when life becomes overwhelming, you can always turn to your breath and use this simple three breath technique to gain your composure, to gain your inner peace, and to gain your confidence back. One of the most debilitating things about panic and anxiety is that when you do have an about of anxiety or panic, you usually will associate or I associated the location where that happened and then would try to avoid that. So it was really limiting my life. Example, if you're at the mall and you have a panic attack, guess where you're not going anymore? You're not going to the mall. But it's not the mall that created the panic attack. Um, being able to consciously and uh, breathe with awareness and visualization and intention brings us back to the present moment, which helps us very much to eliminate or overcome um, this moment of panic attack or anxiety. So I invite you to check out this ebook on Amazon, Reset the Breath. It's a short read, less than 12 minutes. Um, I also 
priced it less than a cup of coffee at Starbucks because I feel that this is an invaluable tool that we have available to us in times of panic and anxiety. And guess what? In the middle of a pandemic, it is a good time to start practice practicing our breathing. So please check out Reset the Breath on amazon.com and I hope it helps you just like it helped me. And one of my favorite things in my house. Hey Google, play play at your own risk. Okay, play at your own risk by Planet Patrol. Here it is on Apple Music. Put your skates on and just imagine you're skating. is recorded live each week from the SoFlow Radio Studios in Hollywood, Florida. Written and produced by Monica Uribe. Directed by Christopher Hudspeth. With special thank you to George Rodriguez. All rights reserved.